Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Infinite Cup Podcast. I am your host, Robert. In this episode, we have an exciting guest, Anna Brown, amazing person. Seriously, one of the most uplifting individuals I've ever met. Serious, heart-centered being. We talked all things about how to activate the heart chakra. This is very important on the spiritual path, understanding the chakras, understanding our real identity as spirit soul. We really connected about all of our paths on this journey on earth. It was really cool talking about yoga. We really connected and about the ascension process. We really hit it off when it comes to discussing the new earth, bringing in this new paradigm of health, how to really unlock life's gifts, right? It's about living an authentic life that is the most true to you. Anna is an amazing person. I can't wait to have her back on the podcast. We really had a good time. You guys are going to love this really in-depth conversation about the chakras and the ascension process. Really important information here. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for taking the time to just download this podcast. Thank you for uplifting yourself. Thank you for choosing love. Seriously, guys, thank you so much. Without any further ado, I now present Anna Brown on how to activate the heart chakra. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Yes. Um, Yeah. Excited to have you. Excited to connect. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Just going for it. Mm -hmm. I don't have any notes or anything. You know, my style is very intuitive. We're just going to go for it. Um, Okay. Been following you for a long time. And I just, uh, I titled this kind of um, activating the heart chakra. We talked about this a little bit through email and uh, I feel like uh, you're, you know, obviously a heart centered being and I'm in my heart. A lot of people, you know, get mess. I get messages all the time about this kind of stuff. And, um, I feel like it's very natural for me. It's probably very natural for you as Mm -hmm. well. It's just, we're living Mm -hmm. in this time, you know, of great confusion and there's Mm -hmm. this awakening that's happening on the planet. Mm -hmm. And the way I would kind of describe it just to get started is I feel like the people, right now are very focused in the mind and the mind is controlling everything. And Mm -hmm. the way I look at it, I always tell people it's like the balance between the head and the heart, right? It's like the mind is trying to control everything. And, you know, we're so fixated on our job and, you know, security and all that kind of stuff. And the heart usually gets neglected. And that's really what we want to talk about here and how to, you know, really get the heart chakra activated, how to, you know, get people living in that heart path, getting them back into the heart space and all that good stuff. So we can just kind of start with, you know, your story a little bit, how all this happened for you. And then we can just kind of go from there. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. 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 So like I said, um, let's see, I'm a big fan of this. For me, it started with yoga and just spirituality Mm -hmm. as far as actually trying to get some um, like concrete evidence and some scientific, you know, background to this Um, because there's just a lot of, you know, spiritual stuff. There's a lot of new age stuff out there. And for me, I'm just saying yoga was the only thing that I found that's really kind of made this like a concrete thing where I can look at scripture and look at something that's kind of guiding me through this, Um, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, going through this at a young age. It's something that, you know, didn't really have anybody to talk to, didn't have my parents, didn't have friends or anything, right? So I, I drove to yoga and I drove to just ancient teachings and history. So that's what yeah. I, that's how I kind of guided myself through all of this. And it's just been an amazing process. So through my yeah. coaching and what I do, and I'm sure you do as well, it's like a lot of people, like I said, are just simply confused and they don't even know uh like what they love is what i find quite a bit right right? you ask somebody oh go do what you love like they don't even know what that is right yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean that's Uh, where we're at in 2019 uh, like that's that's what i see at least is as far as the mind like i said being so 
um, overwhelmed as far as that balance. And we yeah. need to really take a shift back into the heart space. So yeah. what does that look like for you? How did all this yeah. you know, happen? <laughs> yeah. So I, just like you, I started with uh, like ancient teachings of yoga. Um, I followed Yogananda and all of that. I was a student of Kriya Yoga. Uh, cool. So that's how I, yeah, so that's how I got into it. Um, but I found a beautiful way shower named Matt Kahn and he was all about heart centered yeah. consciousness. And that's oh, how yeah. I first started learning about the heart chakra and the divine feminine energy. Um, <laughs> and it was, as you know, everything's a breadcrumb leading you to your mission and what you're here to do and what you're here to serve. Right. Mm. Um, but for me, I had a very strong masculine mind. I'm, I'm a Taurus. I'm very, you know, naturally my human side is very stubborn, uh, very masculine, very, uh, like, Viking warrior kind of archetype. That's, that's very much <laughs> what I have, you know? And so for me, it is to blend that with that beautiful open heart chakra, right? And the heart chakra, it's not like when we say divine feminine, it's not like a gender. It's just this energy of surrender, of, of, of love, of unity. And that's really what the heart chakra is. It is your portal into your divinity, See it as a bridge, okay? You got your lower chakras and you have your heart. Your heart is the bridge to the higher chakras or the ascended realms, okay? So as soon as your heart chakra opens, you're going into unity consciousness. You're going into your divinity. You're going into oneness. That is what this heart is, right? And it's also, for me personally, in my experience, it's source, right? I, I call the heart God's microphone, mm, you know? Beautiful. Um, because this is truly where truth resides and what we're doing through what we would call the ascension or just evolution, if you don't like the word ascension, is we are, like you said, blending the mind and the heart together. So we're not getting rid of the ego. We're not getting rid of the mind. That's, you know, we're not doing that. We're blending them together, right? So we want the mind to be a servant of our soul or our higher selves. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. And it does to me. And I, I it's awesome how many similarities we already, I'm a fellow Taurus. Um, I'm yeah. a Kriya Yoga. I'm certified in Raja Yoga. Uh, that's nice. actually my lineage. My teacher stayed at Ananda for 40 years. I'm very much a part of that. And I love it. And it's funny too, because I love Matt Kahn. I've seen him um, in person probably four or five times. Oh, Given nice. that man a hug and talking to him is just oh amazing i can tell you some conversations that we've had and he is definitely one of the most uh, heart-centered beings that i can think of oh. on this planet and yeah um it's just amazing um going to his talks uh, been like i said just being around the presence of a being like that can really awaken you as well so that's a beautiful yes i totally understand what you're talking about i just want to um kind of break that down a little bit for people that are listening because yes the way i look at it the chakra system is designed that way um, most people are simply living, you know, in the first two chakras. And when you get past that heart centered awakening, it's like, you can't go back. Everything is opened. Everything is you know, flowing. The, uh, the, uh, oh, sorry. We're breaking up a little bit. Are you there? There it goes. We, are you there? Are you there? There it goes. Yeah. I, yeah I, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think it caught up there. We just okay. had a little lag, lag time catch up yeah. there. Um, so yeah, anyways, um, just talking, yeah, this, um, for you, okay. Was it a specific, um, recipe? Like I'm just the heart opening, um, in particular was, I'm just curious, was it a one event or was it a slow thing that happened? Cause a lot of people I know are, like I said, living in those lower chakras. They're just experimenting with life and they're just figuring out how to get into that heart space, how to activate the heart chakra. So maybe just tell a little story 
about how it happened for you. I know it's very, um, you know, organic. It's not something that you can really try on purpose. Like, like what I would recommend for anybody right now listening is like, obviously the color green is associated with the heart chakra. So eating dark leafy greens, I'm a big, you know, fan of nutrition and diet. So it's all about, you know, getting the temple ready so there might be some blocks you know energetically and things and nutrition is a component that we can add to that to help accentuate you know our path so that's one component that i would add to it and then obviously the lifestyle and techniques yoga i mean just curious how to you know what practice can bring you know more energy to the heart okay so being a student of like ancient teachings in the beginning you know we're taught to get away from the body right it's an illusion all of this very masculine old paradigm teachings and they're beautiful teachings. There's nothing wrong with them, but teachings are meant to be built upon. Just like when we go to school, you don't take what you learned in first grade to your senior year in high school, right? We build, (laughs) we build consciousness is ever evolving. So that means the teachings and the paradigms have to continue to evolve as well. So self-love going inward to your heart and loving everything is what opened my heart. Um, because I, uh, was not taught to love myself. I was taught to hate myself, right? I was taught to suppress and oppress everything and to judge myself, you know, and depending on, you know, we all chimed into different families with, you know, traumas and dramas and all kinds of stuff. Right. So there's a spectrum here, but for me, I, you know, I used to have self-abuse, eating disorders, all this kind of stuff. So for me, going into my shadow, into these parts of me that were not loved is what opened and cracked me open. So turning my own love in on myself instead of giving it to everybody else is what began my opening of my heart chakra. So if that makes sense, being the mom to your heart, which we learned from beautiful Matt Kahn, being your own soulmate, right? Because in the mm-hmm. third dimension, we're taught my soulmate's outside of me, my yes. fulfillment's outside of me, but you are your soulmate. Your soulmate's your higher self or source, the universe, whatever you want to call that. And you're not going to be able to truly know that until you serve yourself. You will serve the world as deeply as you have served yourself. And that beautiful. is how you open your heart. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was so beautiful. And I couldn't agree more for me um, with yoga and meditation. Yeah, I feel like everything we're constantly sh- searching outside of ourselves. And uh, for me, mm-hmm. especially growing up uh, with romantic partners, I feel like that's what a lot of people do too, as well as they you know, are searching for themselves yeah. and somebody else, right? And like what you're mm-hmm. talking about is it's all one, it's all within and we, the answers are right here. So, uh, you know, again, for me, it was yoga yeah. and meditation, just some sort of, you know, practice. And it's for me, I want to just talk about environment for a second too because this environment that we were brought up in is what you know me and you as well related on all this programming yeah we were taught to self-hate and judge ourselves and the uh, the food we were given all these things you know weren't setting us up for our true uh you know identity our true state which we're now so it's like we had the way i look at it is i had to do a lot of like deprogramming or unschooling whatever you want to call it to kind of get where i'm at Mm. now rather than just having like a clean slate you know yeah yeah. There's there's so much to how people are where they at now as far as just the energy. The way I look at it is we have the energy that is available to us on planet Earth, and then it's your body, like the temple itself. How how much can it handle? What can we do? What is your nervous system able to handle as far as the energy that is in the human body? So that's something yeah. that. I really just wanted to hone in on because I think a lot of us have these abilities. They're, they're here. It's nothing special. It's all like born with us. It's just a matter of like the decluttering or how do we, you know, kind of get through all of that programming to actually see what's at the source, which is in the heart. 
Yeah. Yeah. So first we, we really do have to bring presence into our lives. We have to bring awareness because if we continue to believe we are the personality and we are the, the, the conditioning, we're just going to, that's where suffering comes in, right? Suffering is always when you identify with the character in the movie versus realizing you're the, the force of source animating the character in the movie. Yes. Okay. So first off, if you can not, I don't like to say detach, but be not attached to the body and the mind, but just be like this neutral observer of what's going on inside of you without judgment. Okay, because that neutral observer, if you can pull back, is, is you. That's the portal to you. You want to have that first, right? And then once you have awareness, then you can start playing with your awareness and your focus, right? Because if we go into a little bit of quantum physics, where you place your focus is where you place your consciousness or energy, okay? So simply by just placing your hands on your heart chakra and just by breathing into the center, you're telling consciousness to go there. You're telling energy to go to the center, Okay, but we have to have a strong awareness and presence first. So just like us starting with yoga and meditation, that's where we got the awareness. And then from there, we start building our toolkit, right? If you will. Totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awareness yeah. first. Yeah. Yes, I love that. I would say that, yeah, conscious awareness always has to be first. You have to know what's happening and the energy is going to flow. That's beautiful. Anything. Um, I feel like people, you know, feel these blocks uh, all the time, whether it's, you know, caused by trauma or anything like that. The block happens in the chakra energetically. It's kind of like a scar tissue, right? It's like an actual, yeah. I've seen it in yoga classes, like just the asana practice where as soon as you hit that spot and then boom, the, the release happens you know so there is a yeah uh, I just want to talk about like a, a conscious way that like you're saying you mentioned just putting your hand on your heart like there's things that we can do to bring more energy to these parts of our body to actually awaken them so yeah. that's one thing that I've just been very mm -hmm. grateful to have you know through the yoga practice or meditation being in nature that that's probably the biggest one for me as well because um, yeah. I feel like we are so disconnected from nature you know there's so much going on right now in our modern mm. Uh, you know, GMO kind of world and stuff. And at the end of the day, we just need the natural organic, you know, food and water and something as simple as that can really help the path, help the journey. Yeah, absolutely. And being out on Gaia is it, there's so much there for you. Go outside without your phone, right? No agenda and just be. When I was first mm -hmm. uh, awakening, I, you know, I was blessed to have like space to just be, right? Um, I didn't have a lot of money, which that is fine, but I had, it was like a hermitage. I had time to just be, which is, we got to learn that beingness. So yes. what I would do would go out, I would go outside and I would just meditate and just observe the squirrels and the birds and just, and just be there without any kind of expectation or agenda. And that's really where I honed that really strong presence was just being out in nature because guys, first off, it's green outside, depending on what <laughs> right. season it is. And two, all the, all the critters and the insects and everything, they're, they're consciousness. It's, it's living, breathing intelligence. It's an organism and it's you. And so when you go out there, you start to realize this interconnectedness with everything and not like this, like, oh, hippie, dippy kind of thing. But no, like really, it's a living breathing intelligence that has activations and codes and sequences for you to assist in opening your heart. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Same. Yeah. Same. That's what drove me up to Alaska. I've, and it's just, I've always wanted to be like in the wildest places imaginable, you know, yeah. to get in there. And the farther I go, the the more immersed I get into the energy and it is just infinite. I, I swear it's the most profound thing that I've ever experienced in a very, you know, natural organic state is just being in nature in the most beautiful wild place that you can get yourself to and just absorb that. And it's amazing yeah. how much of uh the suffering can go away because 
the power of environment, right? That's just something that as human beings, we have the power to yeah. you know, change our environment. And I feel like a lot of people are suffering yeah. right now because of their environment, whatever it is, the toxic relationship, the toxic job or whatever. And it's something where yeah. uh, it's a constant reminder that you can change your environment. You can go out in nature. You can yeah. have that shift, have that shift in your perception. And that's really all it takes in order to get that momentum in this new direction that gets you out of that old path. So yeah. for me, it's been very right. much a tool to you know practice that yeah yeah and for a lot of people too they don't feel worthy enough to quit their job or relationship or go outside oh i have to get this done i don't have time for that right and beloved that is just your mind that is just the matrix programming so if you ever feel resistance in your body to going outside that's exactly what you should be doing is going outside (laughs) yes 100 (laughs) percent. because there's a program yeah there's a program within you guys and it's and it's no one's fault we don't want to blame anybody we don't want to judge anybody right but it's just realizing okay i can change this guys and i know going through the as you know too robert going through the unconsciousness can be it kind of feels like you're just meeting a brick wall sometimes but yeah the, the more you do it, the more you choose love, the more you choose yourself and your, your well being. it's going to become easier. Right? Totally. Even if it's 100%. five minutes, I'm going to step outside and just breathe in some fresh air. Yeah. yeah. It, that, yeah, it adds up over time. The way I describe that, it's like just the old self mm-hmm. just hanging on and pulling you back. It's like, no, don't do it. We don't want change. It's too scary. Oh, don't do that. Don't go outside. It's so much <laughs> yeah. more comfortable in here, you know? And it's, yeah. That's what I call the dance between the head and the heart. As soon as you make mm. a decision in your heart, like you feel this intuitive thing, like I want to go to Hawaii, right? All of a sudden the mind is there. But, oh, you mm. can't afford it. You can't do that. Oh, you mm-hmm. have this responsibility. You have that responsibility. You know, it's it's this constant dance. And mm-hmm. it's like, which wolf are you feeding? Because the, you know, yeah. the, the mind is huge because of these daily decisions that are happening, incremental, you know, and we're not feeding mm-hmm. that heart. We're not feeding it. So I'm lucky enough where, uh, yeah. you know, I would say, uh, you know, trauma or something, you know, there's an opening experience. There's usually something in people's life that is going to force them out of that situation and, or you can do it consciously. That's how I look at it. Like it's inevitable that you're going to get out of the house or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so the question is, are oh, you going to yeah. do it consciously on your own power and actually exercise that? Or is it going to happen un- like by force, by some other, you know, earthquake or, or thing that you can't control? See? So, and I've seen people like I've right. met, you know, like, um, people like well my house burned down and I had to do this well and there's it's very like traumatic and there's a lot of you know suffering and blah blah blah. or you just make that shift and you just move consciously and then there's no attachment to it see what I mean so my point being for people listening like it's gonna happen like those things that you're avoiding are gonna happen whether you realize it or not so you might as well address them and just go for it and you know, use these things. Like for me, that's like, it's encouraging because it gives me more strength when you step into that heart and you go outside or you do that hike or, you know, that feeling when you're done and you have that accomplishment, it's bar none. It doesn't compare to that little self that was always winning and saying, you know, keeping you in the house and keeping you in that, you know, kind of addictive cycle that's usually tied to the senses, right? It's usually some sort of sense gratifying thing rather than like the real fulfilling thing in your heart that everybody's after. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And I always say you're going to go to heaven, either kicking and screaming, or you can go, you know, skipping. You get to choose which <laughs> way you're going to go, but either way you're going, you know, either way we're going. Yep. So, and you get to choose that with your free will, but, and I'll tell you through experience and I know, you know, too, Robert, it's just easier to just, you know what you need to do. You know, you know, you know what to do, right? And you just got to do it, even though yep. you have fear. And what do we do if we have fear? We love the fear, right? Because you're not the fear. We're not the fear. We're not resistance. And that's why we're here to love it. Most people yes. want to push it away, right? But we, we just love it because it's, it's the human consciousness. It's afraid. The mm. humanity's been conditioned to be afraid of everything, yes. right? Yeah. For a very long time. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's exciting seeing this yeah. happen, um, you know, so quickly too. I feel like a lot of people are catching on slowly just because of the internet and technology. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of factors to this, you know, that are available to us mm -hmm. that weren't available even like 10 years ago. So it's just really exciting right. to see this happen and have access to this information. I'm just curious, any other um, like spiritual yeah. teachers or anybody besides Matt Kahn that you kind of look up to or follow? Yeah. Yeah, I follow uh, Ascension Way Show. Her name's Sandra Walter. She's very beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, Lisa Transcendence Brown, and right. they're they're more on like what we would say uh, Ascension Way Showers. Like they're all about yeah. the Ascension, Christ consciousness, New yeah. Earth Now, which is you know what I'm all about, right? New Earth yeah, Now. I love it. Um, but I also really love, um, and I'm yeah, and I'm not into his work as much anymore. But I promote his work, and I love him, and he helped me through um, a lot of my path. Is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Maybe oh, you've yeah. heard of him. He's, mm -hmm. He really yeah. does a great job of yeah, bridging quantum physics, neuroscience, epigenetics, and spirituality. So he kind of demystifies the whole evolutionary process. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. It's ha it's interesting how science is starting to, I mean, in scripture, it talks about it a long time. So me and yoga, as you know, too, it's like, there's nothing new, you know, man is only remembering, right? There's <laughs> nothing new here. So yeah. Uh, yeah. the way I look at it, it's right. like, it's exciting, just creating different words for something that is already invented, basically. So what we call quantum physics, yeah. we can call photons or light or, you know, energy. It's really funny for me. Uh, I love just studying scripture too. And they, you know, demons and hell, like there's, mm -hmm. there's all these crazy words out there, right? <laughs> and it's people get stuck in them rather than kind of just, you know, seeing the light or seeing the truth in it. So it's just funny yeah. because I look at quantum physics. I love it for me. Uh, what was it? It's called going down the rabbit hole. That was the first documentary um, that I watched that really, you know, started answering questions with quantum physics and understanding wave theory and particle, just things that are exciting to see because human beings want to see it with their eyes, right? We have to see it with our eyes. We're like, mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. if, it, if I can't mm -hmm. see it, it's not real. And right now it's interesting to be in this time where we are like proving scientifically the imaginary, the mystical, the, the most, um, like for me, I love just the simple thing of uh, Dr. Emoto, like messages in water, like proving that our thoughts, yeah. our consciousness change matter. Like that is a fact. That is a scientific yeah. fact that nobody can deny now. And the scientist in me, Absolutely. you know, I've done my own experiments and it's just fun. Like that's what I mean. It's, we live in a time now where it's actually scientifically proven and it's not some, you know, hippie woo woo thing or new age thing or whatever. It's actually something <laughs> yeah. that is tangible that you can use in your everyday life and just writing love on your water bottle or something is actually, it works. Yeah. And people, you know, something right. as simple as that or just prayer over your food, you know, these things that people yeah. have been doing for thousands of years are, are scientifically, mm -hmm. scientifically backed now. So that's just exciting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And think of it this way, since we're talking about water, is that your DNA is floating in water. 
Yeah. So when you're talking to yourself, when you're commanding or decreeing or in, you know, invocations or whatever it is, like your cells in your DNA are listening. Okay. So, and that, and that is when we open our heart chakra too, we create coherence in the body and we yeah. create coherence. The DNA starts to activate, right? And I don't want to go down that, that whole road there, but it does. You create coherence yes. and your immune system builds and everything starts changing because you're not fighting with the mind and it's, not, it's not like tug of war anymore. It's ooh, yeah. wholeness, unity, which means I'm going to broadcast a signal of unity and that's what I'm going to see in my world. Yes, beautiful. And that brings me to just the law of attraction. I think a lot of things uh, that you yeah. just mentioned as far as the law of attraction, that's a you know, big documentary. A lot of people have probably watched it and that's another you know, ancient yogic uh, technique that has just kind of been repopulized and it's just awesome because to me, everything yeah. is energy and knowing that, then you can use that to your advantage and change your vibration using affirmations, decrees, things that you can do. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, things that you want in your life just start happening magically, right? Because you're not living by those programs. Yeah. You're not living by that victim mentality anymore. I mean, a lot of people are right. simply trapped in their own body. Like, and it's something where you have to use the body as a vehicle for growth and transformation. So that's something yeah. um, for me that I just think people, it's like, it's wired in us. Like you can't avoid it. You know, it's going to happen. This awakening is mm-hmm. going to happen. And it's mm-hmm. something where a lot mm-hmm. of people are, I think, living in that fear, living in that comfort. And they're just begging for a way to get out, begging for a way to, you know, break that cycle, mm-hmm. whatever that means to the individual. Cause it's yeah. all different, you know, on the individual basis. So yeah. yoga was yeah. the greatest tool. And I'm just curious, any other, do you do Tai Chi or any other um, practice that, you know, that you mm-hmm. do to kind of just bring more so, energy into your body. Yeah. I, so before I was, became an Ascension Way show where people are doing what I do now, I was a personal trainer and I did, oh, cool. I, I taught Pilates and yoga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love moving my body and I was a dancer. So I love dancing, dancing, turn on music. Oh, great way to anchor energy, raise your vibration mm-hmm. and just celebrate life. Right. Like to me, yeah. like, so Celebration is like one of the highest vibrations. Like it's like the gospel, right? Let's yeah. let's let's spread the good news and right all of this kind of stuff. So for me, dancing, movement. Um, I do light language, so sometimes I'll light language. I'll sing. Um, you know, whatever it is, and it's all going to be different for each of us. Maybe for some, it's painting. Maybe for some, it's just going on a walk or feeding the birds, right? Um, but for me, I'm just really like movement. Movement for me is like massive. And that's really how I can raise my vibration and anchor energy for sure. Beautiful. Me too. Yes. Ride my bicycle movement, mm-hmm. dancing. And when you, when you were talking there, it made me just think of that balance and we can talk about this and kind of explain it for people that are listening about the divine feminine, divine masculine, because yes, it's not the body. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that it's this energy that is available to us. And what you just talked about is the divine feminine It's our creativity. I think people are not creative. Right. And for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, through the kundalini you can call it awakening uh, i like to use these words i went from you know this uh, consumer to a creator right i think a lot of people are really mm. in that consumer mm. kind of mindset right just mindlessly consuming content mindlessly eating they're just not aware there's no mm. awareness right there's no presence there and then all of a sudden this switch mm. happened and you become a creator you want to produce things you want to paint you want to you know be creative you, you've shifted and we can get more physical you know and talk about the hemispheres of the brain and all that good stuff but my point i'm getting at is that creativity is lost in in our you know modern age because it's not valued right it's not like you have to go get a job and do all these things it's not valued in our society at least in america so it's something that 
you have to do on your own time. You have to actually go do it for yourself and, and find that. For me, it was bicycles, getting out in nature really far, riding my bike, and all of a sudden you, you're in this creative space and you're not thinking about the analytical mind and all that. It just disappears. So that's something that I just wanted to talk about. And we can kind of go into a little more as far as the divine feminine and divine masculine because for me, like you, I had the same exact thing where growing up without a physical um, uh, my dad left the body when I was young. So I was very, um, how do I say this over, uh, feminized, right. But my, I actually got opened up mm-hmm. too far on my creative side and I actually went too far that direction. I'm very thankful cause I, I'm in touch with my femininity and I'm very, <laughs> I know more about women than I should. <laughs> and I'm very, uh, thankful for that. What I'm saying is most men yeah. uh, don't have that side of them. So I mean, and that's the balance mm-hmm. that I'm talking about here is the divine feminine, yeah. divine masculine. I feel like right now in 2019, there's like an identity crisis happening. People are simply lost mm. and finding that soul is what really anchored me and to bring that balance. That's all to really bring a balance between uh, my divine feminine and divine masculine energies and actually perform in life. Right. So it's something that I had to go through a lot to actually find that balance. And to me, you know, teachers like the ones you described are a big part of what brought that balance into my life. Yeah. Yeah. And for just to add about the whole, the males being cut off, a lot of it's because we're males are not, especially in America, you know, don't express your emotions. Yes. Shut it down, you know, buck up, especially like the, where I, the culture I live in is kind of work hard, play hard, buck yeah. up, don't cry, all this kind of stuff, yep. you know, and it's just, that's training you to not be in touch with these energies and these emotions. Okay. Yep. Because, you know, we're told like, Oh, don't feel anger all this stuff but your anger is a portal because through the anger is creativity through the depressions creativity through all of it, it's a portal yeah. okay because we're taught that that's not god or that's not source or universe whatever we want to label it but it is it, it's it's all of the same exactly. energy and that's what we learn is, is is to understand that it's it's all beautiful expressions and that your 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 creativity is walking through that portal of depression and loving it right um and matt Kahn was a great great way shower who said that you're your, your shadow is actually your higher self dressed up in a Halloween costume, seeing how you're going to respond to it, right? Or how you're going to treat those aspects of self because you have an inner child. We have all these different aspects of ourselves, right? And if your inner child is suppressed and oppressed, it's holding your crayons and your glitter and your rainbows and stuff, just waiting for you to turn inward and accept it and say, Hey, come out and play baby. Let's paint this town rainbow, you know? And so we got to build a relationship with our inner realms and the parts of us that were shut down as kiddos or teenagers or, you know, whatever it is, because when you make that relationship friends and say, even if it's just, you know what, I'm going to sit down with my kiddo today and we're going to do Play-Doh or we're, let's just do some arts and crafts for the heck of it. You're inviting that aspect to come forth. It'll be resistant at first, of course, yes. friends, but the more you do it, as you know, Robert, it comes out to play. Yes, right. And then you so start beautiful. having fun with life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. No, it's so I'm just thinking about in myself because it's just a, you know, it's a transition. It's a programming. It, take, it takes time. I mean, for me, just circling back to environment, I feel like just that's the, uh, the one tool that I think is the most effective to speed up that process. Because if the way I look at it is, you know, that self judge, that self hate, it's always there. And if you put yourself in the right environment to thrive rather than just constantly blaming yourself, right? Blame the environment blame you know blame what you know what's going on yeah take 
take responsibility. I'm not saying, you know, avoid right, it. But right. what I'm saying is in order to take action, you, you just change your environment. Even if it's a simple walk, you know, like, uh, you know, the classic example is the you know spouse relationship argument, whatever, just go for a walk, you know, create some space, yeah. you know, I mean, it doesn't right. have to escalate, right? That emotional uh, monkey mind, like things are going to happen and it's going to get destructive unless you create that space. So that's beautiful in the yeah. sense of, just using environment as a tool for transformation and growth. I think that's something that I've tapped into and yeah. using nature is a big part of that. Yeah. Yeah. And friends, for those who are like, you know, stuck in like abusive relationships or households or, you, you know, you don't live where you want to live, just know it's baby steps. Okay. It's just yeah. baby steps. Just like you said, surround yourself with the highest consciousness, everything. Even if that's like once a week, I'm going to yoga or a meditation class. Trust me, friends, because I've been there and I know what it feels like. But the more you choose higher states of consciousness and you surround yourself with what you want to see in the world, yes. you're going you're gonna to build that for yourself, okay? So just know that it's going to be a little hard in the beginning and challenging because there's so much momentum for the unconsciousness, but your willpower, get that solar plexus fired up, right? Yes. And you yes. are going to see it through. I promise you. But the, the greatest thing to know is that you are the Moses of your reality, right? We are trained to wait for a Moses to part our seas, mm -hmm. but little do we know that we are the Moses of our reality. We have the staff in hand. We're just standing in front of the ocean, looking around going, Oh, where's Moses? Oh wait. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> and we can do it right now. Okay. Yes, I agree completely. I agree a hundred percent. I love the saying it's like, we are the ones we're waiting for, right? Cause I, there's this waiting yeah. game that's happening for some savior or something. And it's like, you, how long are you going to wait yeah. for that? You know, it's, uh, that's why the path for Korea, as you know, just means action karma, you know, just means act. We got to take action. Yeah. Like that's why you have this form. Yeah. That's why you have this beautiful miracle we call a human body. And there are countless souls mm -hmm. out there that don't have a human body and you need to use it. Like I understand, uh, you know, the preciousness of this human body because I've left this world before and I yeah. understand what it means to have yeah. a human body. And I'm telling you, it is nothing less than a miracle. And we yeah. have to use it to do our work here. And it's something that I just don't take lightly because of how important it is. And I think if people really understood yeah. the importance of this work that we're talking about, then they would, you know, and we all party and so I'm not saying that's not work. What I'm saying is it's like a priority thing, right? It's like you can do this consciously, like hmm. I said earlier, or you can do it subconsciously. Like it's going to happen at a very graceful you know, time in your life or it's going to be a, a rough you know, road. So it's just really up to the individual and how much yeah. uh, willpower they want to put into it. Because the, what, what I see is just, you know, people, you know, sweeping their problems under the rug and it's a lot of avoidance and a lot of, um, even like in spiritual communities or, uh, you know, things, it's a lot of avoidance and different, you know what I mean? Cause it's, you know, becoming popular and stuff. So at the end of the day, mm -hmm. um, I circle back to just what works, you know, what really, you know, is yeah. meaningful and what is true. And it's something that, uh, like we, we don't need to reinvent the wheel here. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. there's a, yeah. right. <laughs> it's uh, available to us in the same, you know, energy and mechanisms in this human body are the same that they were thousands of years ago. So why, why try to complicate it? You know, the only thing that's different is our, you know, the, right. uh, the bear and the hunter gatherer situation got replaced with our boss or a spouse or whatever fear-based thing that's getting us into that fight or flight every day. Right. Rather than being in your heart space and just being calm and serene and absorbing your environment that it is. It's cool looking back because, um, 
I mean, just for my life, it's just fun looking back and kind of that witness observer mode. Cause there's, I mean, I was definitely guided, definitely doing things that I was like, had no clue intellectually why I was doing it. But then now I'm just turned 31. So it's like looking back in my early twenties, like, wow, I did some things that were, it's like, I have no idea what the heck I was doing. And yet now I'm living it, like, you know, reaping the fruits of what I did then. So just for people mm. listening, it's like the, the value there is like, get out of the intellect. Like I honestly, uh, yeah. I, I value it. It's just, it's not valued as much as I think people value in the society today. Right. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's just the heart is what fuels me. Like that's my motor in life, you know, not my intellect. Right. Yeah. Yeah, guys. And your, your mind is, it's a tool and it's meant to like, what, just like a tool, we put it down, right? We use it when we need <laughs> yeah. it and we put it down. And that's what yeah. we're learning because the heart is, is moves with resonance. And that's really where we're evolving into is resonance. Okay. But mind will go through, Oh, but this makes sense. This is logical, right? We go kind of Spock, right? We go a little Spock on everything. We're like, well, this makes sense. I need to do this. But it's the heart is resonance. Does it feel good? Does it feel light? Does it feel supportive? Does it feel like it's serving you? Or does it feel like obligation? Does it feel like your energy is being pulled out of you? Do you feel like you have to do it because of money yeah. or whatever it is? Yeah. And we're, what we're doing is doing a complete 360 of a reality. And we're going into resonance. What yeah. feels good in yeah. every now, right? Exactly. And that, that, that's what the heart is. It moves with grace and, and resonance. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. I love that word resonance. I think of uh, like singing bowls and crystal therapy. I mean, I just think about music, uh, Nikola Tesla, mm. you know, we're all kind of moving into that uh, field as far as resonance and using sound and or just vibration. I mean, to me, I think about yoga and just the Sanskrit language. I mean, that was all figured out that 5,000 plus years ago. And now we're just now using quantum physics and things to describe it, you know? So it's just fun circling yeah. back. I love studying conscious language too. Let's talk about that. That's something that I know you yeah. use even with, uh, we were emailing a little bit and even in your emails, you were using it. And that's where I think I, I mean, I use it too. What I'm saying is there's conscious language and then there's what I call babble or it's just, it's the programmable language that is keeping us in those lower chakras and keeping us from experience our vibration. So I've taken the time in my life to address my language and to see where I was, uh, I call them self-limiting beliefs, our SLBs. And then I just literally wrote them down. I was like, okay, this has got to change. This has got to change. And then I, you know, I address it. So let's talk about that a little bit for me. Um, it was uh, just for anybody listening, the word, but just, it's gotta go. It's just gotta go. Just get it out. <laughs> forever uh the classic thing in, in old relationships in high school was oh robert i love you but <laughs> this this x, right. x x so using the word but for people listening just replace like it takes away everything mm. you said before you said the word but so mm. and a simple yeah. upgrade is the word however or and i love you robert mm. and this has such a different energy mm. than i love you robert mm. but you know, this thing you did last week, well, like it's just, it's, it's duality. It's, it's, uh, un, it's the difference mm. between conditional love and unconditional love. It's the difference between keeping us in the lower vibration or ascending to the higher vibration. So mm. let's just Absolutely. talk about conscious language and how you use that as a tool to raise your vibration. Right. So as soon as you become aware, you're going to start noticing like everything, right? You're going to start noticing your thoughts and how you're speaking 
everything like, oh, I spend money. Like even saying the word spend is saying like it's, it's gone instead of I circulate money, yes. right? And you'll start getting creative with your words to really, yes. to really understand what you're yeah, saying. But when you're, when you're present, you're very aware of what you're typing, what you're saying, and you're not just going to go into like a pre-programmed unconscious script, right? So when we're talking about like conscious language, it's like we're fully there. We're not just like, like uh, mindlessly like typing or speaking to people. We're very clear of what we're saying because right in the beginning was the word right? Words vibration. Uh-huh. It's creation. Okay. Uh-huh. And so it's forming matter. It's like right now I have goosebumps. Yes. <laughs> just, yes. Just oh, because it's real. It's, it's real. The power of it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. What, what you speak comes into existence. And that's the thing that we're talking about here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's called manifestation. That's what it is. So it's, a, it's mm. like, how can you expect, oh, yeah. you know, the lat, like people are expecting all these results and then staying in the program, right? It's like using it, whether it's law mm. of attraction or whatever. I think a lot of people are still stuck. And it's one of those things where it's a very simple shift, you know, between that and, and where they are. So it's something that I just want to talk about because for me, affirmations, yeah. uh, decrees, uh, frequency mm. music, like these yeah. things, you have to take the time and do, uh, you know, for me in yoga, we call it, you know, japa or chanting, uh, you know, mantra music, mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. repetition. You know, the, the brain is very much being ruled by the subconscious and we need to shift that mm-hmm. into the conscious and use a conscious action to change our program. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And just to touch in on like the subconscious is that it's, it's just all pre-programmed script guys. And yeah. if you want to ascend out of the subconscious, you just have to pay attention. That's it. It's yeah. just simply paying attention, yeah. right? Because the subconscious is simply, it's not, there's not even anyone there. It's yeah. like a ghost. It's a tape <laughs> recorder of like a pre-pro, it's like of a pre-program like recording. Yeah. And then when we wake up, we're like, oh, I don't like this cassette tape. Let's change uh-huh. that, right? Uh-huh. And then that's when what we're talking about, like you have to start inserting new software programming, yes. okay? Yes. Because like when you walk around, I am love, love I am. I am light, light I am, I am powerful, I am blessed, I am beautiful, whatever it is that resonates with you, you're inserting that script into your story, right? So you're the writer, the director, and the actor, and so you have to choose what you want to see in your film, right? Now, I will say kind of, I know we're kind of veering here, but like the divine feminine is surrender too, because a lot of times with law of attraction, we can think, ego ego can get like this like an addict like oh yes. i can have anything i want ooh, 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 <laughs> yeah. i can have anything <laughs> oh yeah anything and it's and it's and it's not for the greater good of all concerned so that's when we open our heart chakras our will becomes one with the will of the divine right and it's effortless it's beautiful and your what you create truly benefits all of creation and what you yes. say to yourself benefits all of creation so when you're in alignment with your heart you will be saying i am love i am beautiful Right. And when you say that to yourself and you really believe it and it really clicks into the subconscious, then you can go to other beings and say, you know what? You're so beautiful. Thank you for being here. But you can't do that to others until you've done it to yourself. So you're your guinea pig friends. Mm hundred percent. I love, I want to touch in on what you said as far as believing it. That's the secret there, everybody. That Mm. is the secret because I think a lot of, you know, affirmations, they hear about it. It's, it's great. It's wonderful. And then it's like, they're not getting the results and it's, and yoga, I mean, I would say that any expectation is also going to create that suffering as well. We can't have any expectations, can't have any attachments. Mm. That's the ego the itching, like, you know, the theme that you're talking about right there. It's like, I got to get this, you know, new money or new girlfriend, new boyfriend, whatever it is. And it's yeah. not in alignment with the highest good of all. And for me, uh, just describing mm. the affirmation process, that belief is you know, the field in your body, whether it's working or not, right? Because if you're saying these things over and over, and there's a part of you that's not believing it, it's not going to happen. Like it's, there's still this disconnect, there's still this out of alignment thing happening. So 
the way you said it was beautiful and I could not agree more for me. I can be a hundred percent honest with you. And even getting into this yogic, uh, you know, powers, all this stuff, I was using it for sense gratification. I was using it for my own, mm-hmm. you know, desires. And it's cause I just didn't know any better and mm-hmm. sure it works, but there's always an equal and opposite reaction. So it wasn't until mm-hmm. you align yourself with the highest good of all. I just love that phrase, the highest good of all then everything mm-hmm. just balances out. You have no worries, no stress, no anything because you know you're in that alignment. And then, wow, my affirmations, everything like changed because all of a sudden you're in that alignment space and it's like the universe has mm-hmm. your back. The universe is like, oh, you're doing that for this reason? Oh, cool, here you go. Here's some magic. Here's some extra mm-hmm. juice or extra energy wow. or whatever you need to make that happen. And all of a sudden you're actually swimming yeah. you know, downhill instead of paddling upstream. So... For people listening, right. it's something where yeah. I feel like it's a you know a soul searching aspect to find where you are in alignment because we have like for me I was uh, you know I grew up picking peaches and plums I love farming I'm very good with my hands mm. I love all of that and I could do it all it's yeah. just um, I'm here to do more I'm here to do stuff right. like this to talk about the heart to talk yeah. about this ascension to talk about everything and it's not like a good or bad but what I'm saying is I could easily be farming and do manual labor and break my back and do all these things or I can actually be what's in alignment what I need to do so it took me a long time to actually figure that out and I know there's people out here listening that are like I said stuck in that job or stuck in that situation and it's probably because they're not in alignment with the highest good of what they can do in their own individual power creative centers yeah and like let's talk about alignment because I'm sure some some people are asking, how do I know if I'm in alignment? What's a, yes. what, even, what even is alignment, right? Yes. So alignment will always feel, you'll at least have a sense of contentment, okay? Like for example, like I had to quit a, a co-creation, a program I was working on that I had put a lot of time into, but my, my, my guidance was you need to stop this because it's, yeah. it's not your path. It's not for the highest good. Yeah. So of course there was a little, you, you'll have emotion sometimes even with alignment, like, mm, I don't, you know, you don't hurt other beings' feelings and we've worked hard, but then there's this sign of, I know like it, there's this resonance um, and it, it moves with grace. There's no like fight with it. It's um, alignment is always like very flowy. You at least have peace in your body. Right. But it can go all the way up to bliss and ecstasy and all of that. Right. But if you are pushing against what you need to be doing right now, you're always going to feel resistance. You're going to get frustrated, yep. suffering. Right. That's where suffering comes in. I agree hundred percent. And then mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times in my life where I felt that. And that's where, you know, the ego or the small self is in control. If you're struggling, if you're fighting to get it, if it's this huge thing and you have to put all this energy into it, that's the small self winning the game. And it's funny because the universe always gives you what you want. So it's yeah. going to happen. Like you can go out there and be a car salesman or whatever you want to do. And it's like the universe is going to be like, cool, bro, go for it. Go, you know, sell some cars and do whatever you got to do. You know, <laughs> it's like, I'll wait, yeah. I'll wait. And it's the samsara. So it might not even be this lifetime. It's like, you can spend lifetimes doing that, right? Lifetimes living these programs. Yeah. From my experience, like I said, farming, um, I've uh, worked on these farms where these people have lived their whole lives. It's funny, all of them, the farm owners had their entire careers, like they were school teachers or uh, tow truck drivers or whatever, and they turned 60 years old. And then then they started doing what they love. They lived their whole life practically because they thought they had to do some, you know, thing to build the house, to take care of the kids or whatever. And all of a sudden they're 60 and they're like, oh, I'm going to start a farm this is really what I want to do. And they're just so happy. So these happy people, you know, and my point that I'm getting at is like, I've seen this a lot, especially in Alaska or anywhere where there's tourism, you know, people, they're, 
you know, 70, 80 years old. And they're like, Oh, I got to, Oh man, I want to see Alaska. I want to see the Hawaii. I want it. Like, it's like yeah. this, this fear-based thing that you're going to die and you want to do something where you die. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I see it all the time. And I'm just like, wow, yeah. no judgment. I want to just do what I love right now. So I don't have to right. wait until right. I'm 70 or eight. You know what I mean? Like, why wait for that? Like, I seriously think there's so many uh, subtle programs that are playing out rather than just living from the heart, rather than just seriously waking up and just doing what you want. I'm going to ride my bike. I'm going to go do this. You know, there's so many barriers to that, that we've built ourselves and we are the only ones that can get through that, that can create a path out. (laughs) Yes. Yes, guys. And it's, it's understanding too, that whatever you continue, need to do the universe just gives you more of it because yeah. you're creating your experience yeah. and that's whether it's positive or negative it's just do, 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 do. and that's when we realize like you are the savior of your own reality right like save yourself you're, you're saving yourself realizing i can turn this boat around and it's also important to know too that the heart is not passive it is yes. very courageous yes. right it's very courageous yes. and it will do what it needs to do for love and for the highest good so i don't sometimes will think oh heart centered care bears oh they're just so passive they're doormats yeah. no it's like a lion yes. it's but it's grounded in wisdom right it yes. makes me think of like uh the the lion from the wizard of oz didn't he need a heart yes. or whatever you know that's <laughs> yeah. what it makes me think of um so yeah just know that it's this path takes a lot of courage for you to choose your soul for you to choose love and what you're here to truly do it's going to take courage friends you're going to have to come up against fear you're going to have to come up against um bullies and trolls and whatever else right yes. but the more you choose your soul the more you choose love you're going to see heaven on earth okay yes 100 percent, 100 percent. for me uh my first awakening uh first i have like a lot of conspiracy guy in me still it's like a lot of government stuff because everything we know that we're talking about you know other people know about and they're just using it against us we don't have to get into it or anything i'm just saying all this uh, yeah it's like there's you know we can call it anything i just know uh, people can profit off of this and any any power can be used for good or anything right so i'm just saying in the beginning in my early 20s i i I let all this get to me right and i was couldn't leave my apartment i couldn't do anything i was just in this fear-based paradigm and my my point i'm getting at here is i had to change myself from the inside and reflect on myself in order to have that shift Mm. to see outside the world so instead of uh, using all that energy and like i was upset and like at the world itself and i just took all that energy and i brought it within and as soon as i started focusing on myself everything on the outside started to change so that's one thing where i was i was just honestly upset at the world for you know uh, many reasons, whether it's the water, oil spills, animals, you name it. I'm, a, you know, been vegan for ten years. I have a lot of activism in me. I was, I've been in hundred foot in redwood trees for months, saving redwood trees from getting cut down. You name it. You know, I've done it. So it's like, it. it's one of those things where I've just been. I went through this cycle of just frustration. You know, like just man, what yeah. are we doing to this world and blah, blah blah. So the point again is like that's just energy, and if we just put that energy within ourselves in a practice. And it's profound what happens because we're all mirrors and everything is just a reflection of that work that you're doing within. So that's one thing that I know I wish, I mean, I just wish I would start earlier basically because there was a lot of energy that was just spent instead of being like brought back into within myself. (laughs) Yeah. And I did the same thing. I did the same thing. I wasn't up in a tree, but I was 
Monsanto, let's yes. riot, you know, all this kind of stuff. So, <laughs> but, and it's understanding too, friends, that what we see in the world is a manifestation of the collective unconsciousness. Yes. And you're not going to change the world by, by yelling at Trump, by exactly. spray painting buildings. That's not how you're going to change the world. You're going to change yep. the world by diving deep into your being and yep. bringing forth the light of God, bringing forth the light 100%. of source. And that is how the patterns of perfection our main manifest in our world okay yep. guys and that really is radical i mean if you really want to be radical you go inward right yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so true so <laughs> true and it, it, yeah mm-hmm. it's just funny thinking about it because that <laughs> practice is what really brought this spaciousness within me like just as a happy person too because i was just honestly irritable all the time uh just upset you know and it's like do you want to be upset at the world all day or do you just want to be happy right. within yourself and then all of a sudden you can mm-hmm. be that anchor for the people that you come across that are not happy as well right and then you're in your heart and you're like wow here's my opportunity to be in my heart for this individual right here and all of a sudden it's amazing how they you know can shift as well just because they're in your presence too it's contagious right the heart shock is contagious yeah it's it's Mm. very smiling Mm. even it's like people see that and you know subconsciously it's like oh there's a there's a light there's a spaciousness i want that i want more of that see we're all after it yeah and we we have yeah. Yeah. And we all have mirror neurons too. So like when you're outside picking up trash and someone drives by and sees you, it, it's like the mirror neurons kick on and they're like, oh, I could do that or whatever, you know? And so that's exactly like what Gandhi was saying, be the change. It's like quantum physics 101. Yeah. You have to be what you want to see in your world. And that takes courage, friends, because we're, we're kind of the minority still and you're going to stick yes. out like a sore thumb. But hey, that's okay. The coolest people in creation always stuck out like a sore thumb, right? Einstein, Tesla, all of these amazing beings, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, okay? So why not you? You be that, okay? And you're going to be the way shower and the pioneer of your reality, right? Don't look to anybody else. Look to the the being in the mirror, okay? Yeah, beautiful. Well Mm. said. Well, awesome. This has been really cool connecting with you. Um, I can't believe an hour already flew by. Um, That just happened. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to take <laughs> too much of your time here. We usually just go for about an hour and so. So how can people find you? How can people, you know, get a hold of you? And I'll, I know you're doing some great stuff on YouTube. I've been watching your videos for a while and you're doing really good on Instagram. And it's, it's you're right. It is a minority right now. And I feel, like I said, it's contagious and more and more people are catching on. And the, the way I look at this is um, there's a lot of new age kind of woo-woo stuff out there. And I want I love this word. Mm-hmm. I want to bring it into the now age. I just, I just recently heard that and I just love it. And yeah, we got to bring it like to the now age, right? Because this law of attraction, I love, I mean, all of this stuff is true. It's not like it's bad or anything. What I'm saying is it's, it's kind of picked up this, uh, you know, lightness to it and it's kind of lost its uh, validity, right? And that's where at the end of the day, we got to circle back to taking action and actually putting this into a practice to create that transformation into your life. One thing that we didn't mention real quick is uh, I'm I'm just like a one word kind of guy. I love language and I love the word authenticity. If you ask me, I would say that uh, my, I just created this shirt recently, but authenticity is the new enlightenment. That's what I came up with. And yeah. Something that yeah. in my, yeah. uh, you know, the beginning, I was very much obsessed with enlightenment and samadhi and you know, these gurus. And I, I love all of them. What I'm saying though is, it's much more um, meaningful to just practice authenticity and to be your true unique self. And that's a practice within itself right there. Like focus on what makes you you as the individual and just keep doing more of that, whatever it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I love that you bring that up because that's super synchronistic for me because I've been getting the same thing about this authenticity, right? Because if you're not really being you, you're not going to attract your tribe. You're not going to attract the beings that are here to support you, right? So don't compare yourself to anybody else because source created you to be this unique, beautiful fractal that you know, only you can be. So don't try to be anybody else but yourself. And that's a practice too, right? My friend, we have to get rid of those beliefs and to truly allow our light to shine through. But I love that authenticity. Yes. 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 So powerful. So yeah, how can people find you? Just uh, plug your uh, Instagram, plug all your good stuff so we can get some people your way. Yeah, friends. So you can find me on Instagram. That's my main hub. And that is at Anna E. Brown 7. I'm on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Anna Brown. I'm on Patreon at Anna Brown 7. I may be wrong there. I may be missing something, but maybe you can type it in or something. Oh, it'll all be. Yeah, it'll all be and then you can too. find me. Okay, cool. Okay. And then you can find me at my website for bookings or blogs, which is um, awayoflight.org. Those are my platforms. Perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, this was so amazing connecting with you and maybe we can do this in person sometime. I would love to get together. Maybe we'll be at a Matt Con talk or something in the near future. That would be cool. And yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. Just appreciate your time and keep up the good work. You're really inspiring a lot of people and we're, we're doing it, you know, we're sharing the magic and it's, it's happening as we speak. So it's just awesome to be a part of it. It is. Thank you so much. And thank you for everyone who's listening. Thank you. Many blessings.